All right, joined right now by the Hall of Famer, Dan Marino. Dan, good morning. How are you? Hey, guys. What's going on? What's up, Danny boy? Hey, Keyshawn. How's it going, man? Long time, long, long time. Everything's good. How's everything going down in South Florida area? Uh, Pretty good, man, other than the weather. You know, sometimes it rains a lot this time of year, but everything else is good down here, you know? No, so Dan, getting ready, getting ready for some football, which is uh, awesome. You know, this time of year, you know, it's always exciting, no matter you know what it is that you're doing. Now that you're looking at NFL's get obviously kick off tomorrow with the Atlanta Falcons and the Philadelphia Eagles. Being in a situation, if you're the Eagles and you got Carson Wentz at the quarterback spot, sitting on the sideline, kind of waiting his turn again. Where do you see the Eagles going with Nick Foles? Can he follow up in this short period of time the same success he had? at the end of the season, the beginning of the season, given what you saw during the preseason? You know what? I'd like I'd like to think that, yes, you know, you know, you know that that's what it means to play that position. you got, you got to be consistent each and every week, and he's coming off that Super Bowl. Um, I'd like to think that he can uh, he can do that. Um, but you, as you know, Carson Wentz is, you know, he's going to be the guy of the future. He'll be the you know, quarterback for the Eagles for the next – you know, 10, 15 years, you know, as, because he's that, I feel like he's that, that type of player. Uh, but, uh, Foles is, you know, he's one of the, you know, if you, if you want to call him a backup, he's the starter now, but he was kept on that team to be a backup. And you see it worked out for him, um, the way it did to win that Super Bowl. But, uh, you know, he's a heck of a player in his, in his own right. Uh, Dan, you shocked the world your second year uh, by leading your team to a Super Bowl appearance. Jared Goff has shocked the world just by being able to still be in the NFL because his rookie year looked as if he didn't belong. How difficult is it to follow up shocking the league and being able to have sustained success the way that you had? You know, I, I um, guys, I tell you, I think it's really like believing in, in your craft and, and your profession and what you're doing and having a work ethic just to work at it and understand that, Hey, just because you did something one year and Keyshawn knows this, it doesn't mean, you know, that, that it's going to happen the next year. It takes the same effort, the same work to, to do that. And I think some of these young quarterbacks, you know, like Jared Goff, I mean, he's got to understand that part of it, that he did have a pretty good year last year. And for them to get to the Super Bowl, he's got to continue to grow at, you know, his profession and what he's doing. And, and, uh, if they understand that kind of thing and I'll say, okay, well, I had a great year and I'm going to just live off that. That's, that's not the case in the NFL because you, know, you got to play, you got to, you got to, you got to play at a consistent high level in this league or you won't be in it. Dan Marino is our guest, Keyshawn, Elsie, and Travis. And Dan, you you mentioned about Carson Wentz that he's going to be the Eagles quarterback for the next 10 or 15 years. Does Jared Goff feel like a guy like that that's going to be back there for 10, 15 years and just get better and better and better as it goes by? You know, just looking at, you know, just watching, I'm, you know, I haven't studied him as much as I would if I've been doing TV lately, you know what I mean? But I, 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 I look at him a little bit and he, uh, He's a guy that has all the arm talent, you know, he has the size, all that. So I, I believe with, you know, the system they run in right now, he's a guy that can do that. He's going to be their, he's going to be their guy, right? I mean, they picked him number one for a reason. So he'll be their guy, you know, as far as, uh, being with that franchise for a lot of years to come. 
the great Dan Marino Hall of Famer, Miami Dolphins, joining us here on Keyshawn, LZ, and Travis. There you go. Yeah, I got to get it right because we, we switched up a little bit there. Just leave, leave those other guys out, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know kinda, him so well. Yeah, you know him so well. I'm starting to do that a little bit there here and there, Dan. As you uh, continue to take a look around the NFL at the quarterback position in particular, there's a lot of you know different options in terms of the read option quarterback, the RPOs, obviously, the drop back passers. Where do you think the league is going to go in terms of the quarterback position and style? You know, I think uh, there's going to be a variety, but I think it's more going to be like the guys that are coming out of college. You know, when you look at the you know draft picks uh, that are coming out. You know, Baker Mayfield's that kind of like he'll run around a little bit, but he's not a guy that's going to kill you with his legs. But, you know, still still that kind of thing. Um, the kid from, oh, my God, I can't remember his name now. The kid from Louisville. Oh, Lamar um, Jackson. Yeah, Lamar Jackson, who, you know, I, I got the nine. Sorry, I forgot his name, but you know he he's a I, I like him a lot because he can make he can make plays outside the pocket, and you're going to see a lot more of that because you know especially if you know you're not a pure drop back passer because it's not that many around anymore in the league. You know the kid just beats you dropping it back forty fifty five times a game, so I think you're going to see more of the you're going to want more of the guy that's athletic, and you're seeing more of that, but also can stand in a pocket and throw and make plays. And, um, I, I believe the league's going a little more towards that direction because of the way the college game is. Mm-hmm. So when you look at what the Raiders I mean, I did, yeah. when you look at what the Raiders did in terms of moving Khalil Mack, a guy who puts the, applies the pressure both from the defensive end standpoint, rush line outside linebacker, stand up guy. Yeah. The Raiders moved him obviously for what they call two number one picks. Some some would argue different. Would you have made that move if you were the general manager of a team that had a talent like that? Yeah, I mean that's a that's a tough question, you know, because it's the fact is I'm not there every day and understanding the circumstances they're in, uh, which would makes that a tough question. But at the same time, you're it's hard, you know, to get pass rushes that make an impact and and uh, they're hard to find. Um, so I could see from you know Chicago standpoint why they'd want to make that deal. But then also, you know, you get all the draft picks and you see why the Raiders might have done it. They Maybe they didn't feel like they were going to be able to get him signed the way they wanted to get him signed. So, you know, if you're not there every day and, and looking at it from the inside, it's hard to really, you know, get a feel for why it happened. But at the same time, you could see from both sides, you know, why it might have happened. Um, but he's a heck of a player. And, you know, I'm sure that uh, it's going to be hard for the Raiders to replace him, at least, you know, in the near future. Uh, Dan, I don't know if you remember this or not, but I had the great pleasure of shooting a story for ESPN in your home, and one of the things that really impressed me was your wine collection. How is passing time doing? <laughs> ah, thank you for that. Yeah, it's doing really well. You know, I mean, Damon Jordan used to play with uh, us here in Miami, and he played in New England behind Brady, and he lives up in Seattle and Washington, and we talked about doing this uh, years ago when we were teammates, and um, and now it's kind of few years back 2012 was our first vintage and it's been going really well it's been a lot of fun and uh we're making more and more wine we only started out with 500 cases and uh now we're up to about uh 1800 cases and uh it's doing well and damon's out there uh making it happen man that's good so i'm assuming you're going to ship us a, a case just so we can <laughs> promote it for you I'll, you could assume. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Hall of Famer Dan Marino joining us. And Dan, we talked a lot about the young quarterbacks that have come in, but some veteran quarterbacks. How about you? You ever think about getting back out there? 
Oh God, I wish I can. You know, I, I mean, this this time of year, it's always it, it doesn't leave you. You know what I mean? But you know, I tell everybody if I had one snap in me, I just want it to be the victory snap. Does it help that you're a little Nutrisystem in there too? A little lighter, a little leaner, a little, little quicker. <laughs> oh, well, you know what? I mean, that's that's one of the things that's been interesting. That uh, for me, I've been working with Nutrisystem for ten plus years now, and um, back in the day, I lost twenty two pounds. And it's all about you know keeping the weight off, especially after you retire. And there's many guys that I played with, you know, linemen, guys that lost forty fifty pounds, and it's really you know it, it changes your life. And just for the average guy walking around, it needs to lose some weight, you know, just, just losing the weight and makes you healthier, feel better. All the things that you want to do, you can do and feel better about doing it. And it makes it easy for men because it comes right to your door to tell you the program, you eat the food, you lose the weight. So, uh, yeah, it's made an impact in a lot of ways. You know, and if you're a, move, a guy that moves around, got a lot to do, they got turbo shakes, they got bars, they got all the things you need to, to lose weight. So uh, it's really made an impact on a lot of guys. Hall of Famer, Dan Marino. Dan, appreciate your time. Woo-hoo! Thanks. Thank you very much, sir. Thank you, guys. All, All right, Big D. Take care, man. All right, bud. Look forward to seeing you, man. Yes, sir. You got it. Okay. You... All right. See you. Right on, Dan. Thanks. I don't know why you both looked at me when he started talking about guys that need to lose weight. It's not cool. I was, I I was rubbing my eyes. I didn't say nothing. I just looked not down cool. at my phone. Yeah. <laughs> not I cool at all. was trying was to find Chris, but I'm going to leave it alone. You know, I was looking at his stats. He played like, what was like 13, 14 seasons. 87 total rushing yards in his career. You don't, you don't pocket know. Pocket passer. You don't know the, uh, <laughs> I bet you don't know the, the, the most famous throw of Dan Marino's career. Is it the fake spike? Oh, see, he's smart. Yeah. Fake spike. Why do you sound surprised? I just figured, <laughs> just figured, you, just figured you would say something else. No, I'm not surprised.